this is even more about nothing. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? And so you're returning candidate for internet president of the world, young Moo Gun. With impeachment pending. No. Listen. No, 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 not for us. Okay, yeah. With the impending impeachment, we are we are ramping up our campaign trail. So donate now. We have a whole cabinet. To my well, Venmo. We have a whole cabinet. We have part of a cabinet. Listen, we are. We have, we have a section of a cabinet where the cups are. We are going to announce our running, like, obviously, my vice president. Our ticket. One, one and only. Mm-hmm. Mateo. What's going on, guys? Young Gun Shogun. Yep. A.K.A. Uh... Never too late for the intro. Facts. A.K.A. Number one fan account for Pablo Sanchez. A.K.A. Will never actually beat a Zelda game. <laughs> true. All those things are true. We have begun to list out an impregnable, above reproach cabinet that will definitely take it, the internet to another level. The thing is, like, all these people... Have you, some of these have yet to be on the podcast. Others I'm scared to have them on the podcast. They, some lie. of those people will never be on the podcast. Yeah, they should not. Ever. They should honestly not be on the internet at all because they're already a danger to humanity. Yeah. But we are having them on our cabinet because the world needs this. The yeah. world needs us yeah. to do this. Yeah. In the words of great American poet, I Minaj, do it to him. Boom. Secretary of Defense. But guys... It's it's been uh, an interesting week. Still more stuff concerning the crossover. More people that are just coming out of the woodwork. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be a part of this. And it's like, whoa, literally, wait, wait a minute. Literally everybody who's ever put on a DC costume was like, I want to be in this. And they're just like, all right, run it. Send it. Literally, we'll send you the Addy when it's time. I think they're in the process of filming it right now because they released set photos of uh, Tom and Erica who were Clark and Lois in Smallville, on the set for the crossover event, which is interesting because if you guys watch Supergirl, they use that same farm from Smallville. Yes, they did. For their set. Yes, they did. So it's pretty interesting that uh, we're finally going to get uh, the inclusion of that in this overall universe. Uh, also, side note, I saw a video earlier today on Twitter of someone made a – not on Twitter, on Facebook – a link to, like, comic book resources or something. Someone made a – fan-made trailer of that they did a live-action teaser for Batman Beyond. So someone made a full costume of the Batman Beyond suit, and it was the return of Joker. So really cool-looking suit, cool video that they did. There wasn't much to it. It's just, like, pan B-roll shots of, like, the suit. You hear Joker's laugh, and that's about it. But, uh... Still probably end up better than the Titans show. <laughs> Bro, what happened with that show? Like, I, I, I was watching Teen Titans last night. I know. I walked in, I walked in and was like, okay, this is what Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, love Teen Titans. Uh, really wish they would do like a really good live action one. But again, I've said my piece about it. That's all y'all need to know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just tripping. Let me know. At me. I'm at underscore you too. I don't think you would be. I don't think that's out of line to say. It's I not. I don't think it's out of line. To say. I'm just giving them that that line. <laughs> Here's the, the by giving them a false sense of security and false hope, they think they have a lane to stand on. They don't. If it's trash, it's trash. 
Uh, I'm going to walk that one right back. I was going to say something really problematic, and we don't quite have a problematic button yet, so we're just not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, we will stay away from that for right now. But also, one of the greats had a birthday this week. OG, Mark Hamill, literally been embedded in every sense of pop culture you can think of. Facts, movies, uh, music. Movies, TV shows, video games. Music, uh, musical. Yes, yes. Has he dropped a Christmas album yet? I don't know. I feel like he should have. He should have by now. If someone on the internet knows that there's a Mark Hamill Christmas video up, I want you to send me a VHS tape of it. Because Sony just re-released the Walkman for the 40th anniversary. Ooh, that. And I, uh, while 444 was running, I thought the most amazing collectible item on there was the 444 cassette tape. I bought one, and it's still in the cellophane wrapper. Because my Sunday future grandchildren are going to be like, what is this ancient thing? And they're going to go on Amazon and or whatever Amazon of the future is, and they're gonna order a 40th anniversary Walkman because all the other Walkmans are gonna be in the Museum of Natural History. Yeah, but just tell them, just tell them the red hieroglyphs. Yeah, right. Yeah, just, yeah, and they're gonna hit it. They're gonna hit play, and they're gonna have headphones in, or it's gonna be Bluetooth to their skulls, and that crackling is gonna come on, and Jay Z is gonna bless their ears with pure greatness, and whoever the Takashi six. <laughs> Takashi Six Nine of the Days will forever be dethroned because I made an investment in the future of music. Yes. The back to our illustration program. Right. So Mark Hamill had a birthday, being embedded so much in pop culture. Uh, I saw this question on the internet, so I'm going to go ahead and we're going to ask it. What are we'll, we'll say? What are your two favorite Mark Hamill roles that he has done? Uh, to in your opinion, when I talk about best roles, what are your favorite Mark Hamill roles? Top two. Joker, mm-hmm. specifically from Killing Joke, mm-hmm. and now that I think about it, Chucky, because as a kid, Chucky used to terrify me, but it's kind of something that's always kind of like, I will never forget that period in my life, just because cult, like, Chucky was a cultural stamp at that mm-hmm. point in my life. And I remember, like, I was terrified of Chucky 1. Did I watch Child's Plays 2? And did I watch, like, Bride of Chucky 3? Yes, I watched all the Chucky movies. I watched all... And it's like... It was just that. It was just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I know not the most... Family-friendly. Family-friendly roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the most... Yeah, no, normies. Most normies would not pick those. Those are my family. Those are my favorite. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me, it's Killing Joke, just because of what that comic means yeah. to. Well, I wasn't talking about specific performances. I was just talking about in general. But for me, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like for what those roles, those performances mean to the history of, for that what Killing Joke means to the history of Batman and what like Chucky did for me as a person. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I agree with you. I'm just gonna in a much more broad sense, Joker. So even from like uh, the animated series, Batman animated series, uh, the most iconic Batman, along with the most iconic Joker, we have gotten on screen, mm-hmm. uh, or at least on the small screen. Uh, no, I'll, I'll go ahead and say like on screen in general. Yes, yeah. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, forever the voice of Batman in my opinion. Uh, 
and then uh, there's just something about that Mark Hamill Joker laugh. One hundred percent, it's that, perfect laugh that just gets you. So whenever Joaquin Phoenix in that trailer did the laugh, I was just like, that is eerily close to a Mark Hamill laugh. Uh, for those of you that didn't know, Mark Hamill voice Joker. Mark Hamill voice Joker. <laughs> If you don't know Mark Hamill voice Joker, I don't know what you've been doing with your life. Yeah, like, he, and not even just in the instance of, like, as you said, in The Killing Joke, he's done it for uh, various remakes of Batman. He's also done it for uh, Justice Leagues. Uh, he's done it for uh, video games as well. He's also done some Marvel stuff. Yes, he has. Uh, I know in some of the shows, he's voiced Zola. And then done a couple other things in DC. He also did Swamp Thing and the Justice League films or shows. Sorry, um, but my other one because Mark Hamill did a lot of voice acting. I know people are talking about like Luke Skywalker, this Luke Skywalker, that. Like that's the thing like people think about when they think of him. But for us, I don't want to say like more grounded nerds. I want to say more centrally okay nerds because <laughs> the, okay. the Star Wars fandom. They are something. Uh, they need. Never mind. I'm not going to say that out loud on the internet. Although I have said worse, right? Especially in the last 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Um, so, like, and maybe it's because I didn't really grow up with the original trilogy like that. Like, yes, it's cool. Yes, I understand what he means to Star Wars lore. But like, I mean, it's just a role for me. Like. No disrespect to his performance or anything like that or to the Star Wars in general, but to me, it was just a role for him. Still really good at what he does. But Fire Lord Ozai is my second role just because of, again, Avatar Last Bender. I didn't even realize that was Mark Hamill until, until the years end. after the show had ended. I was like, that was Mark Hamill? I was like, which made me, which of course, just like made Ozai just that much more. Yeah. Like, mm. My guy, the Ozai performance was already really good. It was very amazing. strong, very powerful, like the character he's supposed to be. And Mark Hamill just does so good on his voice acting and deliveries. Like, there's literally, like, I don't know why he went choose that anyways, but I get it. Some people are huge fans of Luke Skywalker. Some people were let down by The Last Jedi. I don't know what to tell you. But if you guys have a favorite Mark Hamill role, let us know. Tweet at us at Eman Podcast. You know where to find us on the internet. We've been here long enough. Four years running. But another surprise, surprise came after, concerning Pokemon, after Ash won the Alolan League. Yeah. They said they were going to come out with an announcement on the 29th concerning the next stage of Pokemon. But we got it a little early because it leaked. Yes, it Amazon France has been up to work again. <laughs> not, not their, not their yeah, fault yeah, this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not this fault. Not their fault. But uh, so, whoever runs Pokemon, I don't know if it's Game Freak. They do the games or what the, the official. Po- I think it's the, the I think it's the Pokemon Company. The Pokemon Company. So the Pokemon Company gave us. We first got the snippet of the poster of Ash and another character. Ash and a slightly updated art style from what Sun and Moon were. If like if you're asking me, I prefer the new. I think the newer one, yes. the one that we are getting. Yes, the lines look crisper. It looks cleaner. Like honestly, if so, people really hated it going from uh, X Y Z into Sun and Moon just because it was a drastic shift in what they were doing. 
uh, almost as drastic as that age in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. All of the cartoons went from like, okay, this is really cool, like American Dragon Jake Long, season one to season two. Yeah. It was that big a jump. <laughs> and so... God, again, another under, criminally underappreciated cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think enough people talk about we it. We got to do an episode about criminally underrated ta- cartoons because Danny Phantom got slept on. Oh. Y'all, y'all slept lot. on Danny Phantom. Like season oh, four of Danny Mark Phantom. Mark was also Danny Phantom. He wasn't Danny Phantom? Yes. He was like, it was a random role or something like that. Look at my guy. Look, look at God. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but with, I get it. Sun and Moon had a pretty good storyline. I still think there are some other seasons. Like, I'm going back and watching Diamond and Pearl. That, I think, had some of the best progression for Ash as a trainer. So did X, Y, and X, Y, and Z. They, there's just a lot of things they push by the wayside in order to progress whatever they want to do with Ash. But there's always, uh, this is a soft reboot that they're doing. So they're reintroducing the world of Pokemon with Ash in it. And there is a show coming two days after Sword and Shield drop. Mm-hmm. So eleven seventeen, I believe, was the date they gave us because they dropped a trailer today. Yep, which was looked really good to me. Yes, and based up, there was some, up, there was someone doing a review of the leak, and they were saying people were confused that if the new character was a girl or a guy. Based on the animation voice, we, the real life voice actor could be a boy or a girl, mm-hmm. but it sounds like the character is a boy. Yeah, but again. In my opinion, minor details. But here's my thing. The new companion has got your boy's favorite Pokemon on there right now. Yes. Score Bunny to the rescue. So all of that, all of that, is it a boy's girl? Irrelevant. Yeah. Homie's got Score Bunny. That's what we're here for. I just need to see those evolutions. That's all I'm here for is Score Bunny. Yes. Hopefully next month Nintendo does another direct where they're just like, let's talk about some of the evolutions. Yeah, I mean, listen, they gave us Surfetched and that (laughs) onion, if that's what you want to call it. It is a green onion. Yep, a sword, but it's a green onion. Listen, he's not. He's not. He's not. Surfish ain't playing with y'all. No, he's not. He is on the come up. You dishonor my family. You dishonor my family. I'm cutting your gallbladder (laughs) from Mars. (laughs) Surfish is coming through. Uh, So yeah, uh, Steph Curry range. Listen, he it's beyond Steph Curry range. Uh, We're talking Curacao bathroom range. Yeah. Oof, we're not going to talk about that. Space Jam, right? <laughs> when are we getting Space Jam 2? I don't know. LeBron was on internet, internet today talking about he spent his whole summer recording Space Jam, watching his kids play ball, but he's excited for the season to start because now it's time to do what he does. So Yeah, basketball season's about to start. Preseason? Media day? Media day. Honestly, I'm not a fan of LeBron's shoes. Those 17s look hard. I might have to spend the money. I'm not gonna spend money on any shoes. At least not basketball shoes. Yeah, that's what I do. So I stopped. I stopped. Yeah. I stopped like calculating like reasonable budgetary expenditures, right. and I just I just throw money at the screen. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Matthew Delvado is back with the Cavs. He is my favorite Cavs player <laughs> of all time. He showed up for media day. <laughs> I would expect. Listen, that. listen, listen. Delvado is a champion. That's all that matters. He is an NBA champion. Javale McGee has two rings. Facts. You might be. You might be on his way to three. He really might. At the end of the day, it's always about what's on the resume. Yes. <laughs> I played minutes in a finals, and I got a ring. And he scored. He didn't just play minutes. He scored. Yes. He got buckets. Not a lot of people can say that. Jeremy Lin didn't play. He is. He is he is he is he Australia's first NBA champion? 
Dilla Vadova? Yeah. Uh, I don't know the facts on that one, but he might be. Look at you, Ben Simmons. You're not even, you're not, you're, you're nowhere near the legend of Dilla Vadova. <laughs> Listen, if you can wear a Hawaiian shirt with what looks like a Coors Light in a Vegas club, hours after, after winning the championship, that is the on LeBron's tab. This is, this, you know what his official statement is, and you know why we've adopted it's do whatever. Do whatever. That is why it is our campaign. Della Vadova is our official mascot. For, for, for a long time, that was my favorite reaction meme. Yes. Della Vadova in the club. Hawaiian shirt. Coors Light. Vegas. Do whatever. We had shirtless JR. <laughs> shirtless JR. What a time to be alive in American history. But back to Pokemon. Yes. Uh, what are you most excited for? Not specifically about the game, but with Pokemon moving to the gallery and then this proposed change or soft reboot for Ash and Pikachu? Or what would you hope to see this? Well, in the poster, we saw Mew. Mm-hmm. We saw Snorlax. We saw Charizard. Yeah, we, so we saw segments we saw of different regions. Segments of different regions. Looks like they're going to be traveling to a bunch of different regions. So now that Ash has his dub... Is he going to go back and try and get championships in other regions? I think that would be a terrible mistake because the other trainers aren't just been sitting around um, getting lazy and getting fat. But it's not like Gary's doing anything. Gary's researching. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. I, I kind of want to see, like, let's see what what's, what is Professor Oak up to. You know what would be even better? What? I'm going to raise you one. What if in this one, Ash goes up against all his old rivals? That's exactly what I was just about to say. I want to see him go all the way back to, like, the village, like, Look, my one. And then Gary's like, oh, you think you really are here? And then everybody else starts popping up. He was like, so this is Pallet Town. He sees Paul again. He's like, so this is Pallet Town. So this is Pallet Town. <laughs> uh, Jesse, James, and Meowth still trying to do something with Pikachu. Um, I want him to face that guy from Diamond and Pearl that ran up in the trap house. Literally, no backstory. Won the league and dipped. Like, they just dipped. <laughs> Nothing else about. I want him to be just at the top of a mountain, and Ash is like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, "This is where I train." <laughs> My name's actually Red. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, honestly, so if they were to do that, there are actually two matchups that I would want to see Ash take on again. And you might back you might back me up on this one. I want to see him challenge Allen again. Yes, one hundred percent. From X, Y, and Z, he's the one with the Mega Charizard Y. Or, yeah, why uh, the black Charizard with the blue flames. Mm-hmm. And he beat Ash in the finals of uh, what le- What was the region called in that one? I do not remember. I just remember that fight. Because uh, Unova was black and white, then whatever it was after. But anyway, he beat Ash in that league. But I also want to see Ash go up against Harrison from the Johto League. Because remember, this is the first time we we're introduced to Blaziken, mm-hmm. and Ash lost. So he had just beat Gary, and then went up against Harrison and lost. Those would be the two matches I would want to see. And those are solid matches. You know what? I might actually go back and run it from the beginning, just from the in anticipation. Just run it as far back as possible, and just start rewatching. It's like that's almost as detrimental to my life as rewatching One Piece. But mm-hmm. Pokemon's easy to, to rewatch. One Piece, you'd have to have watched it first. 
<laughs> it's almost as detrimental to my life of attempting to watch One Piece. Yes. But like, to rewatch Pokemon from the beginning would just be a good experience before this new one drops, especially with the new game, the new environments. Um, again, the game's dropping out some of the characters so they can focus on new ones, new... Because at some point, when we're getting smoke a chimney... <laughs> Yeah, man, all the British, all the British, like, the Britishness of these games, like, Surfetched and, and Chimney, whatever. What's that book on? Like, that that was the Gallery and Weezing. Gallery yeah, like, looks, it, homie just has his top at, like, oh, let's, and there's one dog that's Shredder's a poodle, there's a piece of trash, there's Pikachu, there's Mimichu, is literally just Pikachu underneath a paper bag, like, I want, I want, I want to get back to the days when, like, Lugia popped up and we we're just like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Rayquaza popped up in the sky and we're like, who is Mans and why is he so vicious? I want to see some new legendaries. That's something I'm interested to see in the show. Are the legendary dogs coming back? Are the legendary birds coming back? Because Lugia is in that poster. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Ash run back into run run into some of the legendary dogs again. Will he ever catch them? Absolutely not. I want to see him catch a legendary. Does he have any legendaries? He, he has a Meltan, which is technically a legendary. That doesn't count. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I want to see him catch a Mewtwo. Honestly, I want to see like, him battle a Mewtwo. See, see, here's the thing. The funny thing about Ash is... Yeah, okay, and I want, I want to make sure before I get slandered. Is there technically only one Mewtwo in the universe? Because there's only one Mew. From our understanding, yes. There's only one Mew and there's only one Mewtwo. There's only one Mew and one Mewtwo. I want to see him fight Mewtwo again. Which, did they ever actually introduce him in the show? Just the movie. Just the movie. Because I'm trying to remember. Okay, sorry. So there was Mewtwo then. Uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back and Mewtwo Returns. I got you. Two separate movies. Uh, but with Ash's encountered so many legendaries across his journey. If he were literally to run into any of them at some point and be like, yo, I got this battle. You trying to help a dude out. They would most likely say, yeah, dog, I got you. Entei and Ash are boys. Suicune. Suicune would come through for you. Five episodes into Johto. Yeah. He runs into Suicune. I'm sure he's encountered the birds. Moltres? Didn't he, didn't he encounter Moltres? Either him or Zapdos. Yeah, I, I was about to say Zapdos and Moltres, but I felt like it was felt like it was Moltres. Something's making me say Moltres for a reason, but anyway, running it back. It's there's so many things they could do with this soft reboot of Pokemon now, including the Galar region, uh, or they could just do what they always do. Ash is still eleven, and they're just running him through a region. Yeah, again, like. I'm trying to figure out a universe to where all of this has happened in, like, the span of one year. Um, he's got to have a birthday sooner or later. Well, the thing is, like, you had to be 11 in order to join the Alolan League. Yeah. Prior to this, he's always been 10 because he, he turned 10 the very first episode of Pokemon. Yeah. So he's had one birthday. 20 years. And he's had one birthday in 20 years. I want to see him. What, what happens when he becomes 14? Like, what happens when he matures a little bit? Like... Is I, I legitimately do want to see finally that. champion of a poke. He's finally uh, champion of the Elite Four. That's the other thing. Ash needs to take on the Elite. Four. That's what I was just about to say. Like, okay, cool. He's gotten his temper. I want to see him go back, run hands with some of the OG players. Lance would wreck homeboy. A Red Gyarados. I want to see someone introduce Red. So, which actually, this is a funny conversation that I had with someone. Uh, homie Kelby. Mm-hmm. 
he was talking about he was playing Sun and Moon, and he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot that they had Ash and Gary in here. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean Ash and Gary? They have red and blue. And he's like, yeah, aren't they the same person? No. I, I'm, I was just like, no, they're not. They're similar. Like, Ash and Gary are based off of the concepts of red and blue, but they are not the same people. So, like, I know for some people that's confusing. Should they, or do you think they ever will, in- actually introduce a red and a blue? Well, red was introduced in one of the games at one point, wasn't he? Well, I mean, like, in the show. In the show? I think we should get red. That would, again, the image is oh, Ash, new character, Pikachu, score money, a globe, different regions, different Pokemon. Yeah. If we're going to be exploring the Pokemon world, I think we should get... I think what should happen is a world championship where all the gym leaders, the Elite Four, maybe something happens to the Elite Four and they need to establish a new Elite Four. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm just cool. This is this is us doing our best thing. Put Pokemon Company, get us to write the show. Something mysterious has happened. Mew summons the Elite Four to go battle off in some place and is like, while I'm gone with these coups, y'all have to set up a new Elite Four just in case, you know, we're not successful. It's a little bit too dramatic for yeah, a Pokemon yeah. movie, but it's like, we'll be back. We'll see Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> People died in that movie. People really died. Anyway, uh, so what now happens is the Pokemon world basically all, like, you have, it's calling all trainers from all over the world, and this is it's got to be in the new maybe in the, maybe they don't start in the Gala region but this is their journey to the Gala region mm-hmm. they have to go through all the different regions to get there and they have to maybe win battles at certain points that qualify for the finals of the Gala region and it's a giant massive tournament with everybody and the and and the what I want to see is Ash finally gets there Brock and Misty are right there. Gary is right there. And is like, come on, let's go. Let's do this. And we've got, we've got our first match on this side. It's a trainer known as Red. Brr. Yeah. Crowd goes wild. And for the first time, an unknown trainer from an unknown region hailing in with his new Pokemon. It's Trainer Blue. I would lose my little mind. Yes. That's what I want. Yes. I don't care what actually happens in the show. That has to happen. Now. Yes. Uh, so you're essentially saying it has to happen like Pokemon Masters. Pretty much. Uh, so you have like a bunch of these trainers all gathering to find out who's the best of the best and secure this new Elite Four. Exactly. Honestly, even if they did that and they wrote it in a way, because they've already retroactively fixed stuff and like done stuff, especially with the I Choose You movie and then there was The Power of Us, the movie that followed up after that. Um, if they were talking about uh, everyone's erupting and like talking about Red and he's like oh Red's here he's like oh my gosh we're gonna get to see Red battle and then Ash is literally looking around and he's like yo who's Red (laughs) and and Brock's just like dude you haven't heard he's like he's the Pokemon champion of the Kanto region uh, who's some time ago and then he went away to train in the mountains and they had he's been gone for so long they had to pick a new champion or something like that if they, if they did that I would be okay with that yes the reasoning is sketchy but it's also a kid's show yeah, so listen and going to the mountains to train is basically like every karate movie so if he if Red pops up with Blazer King it makes perfect sense yeah if he pop with his Charizard 
imagine he has a massive Charizard, and after just like my Charizard's dope too. <laughs> and, and then they put, and then they both come on as a Charizard. Like, nah, cuz put me back, put me back. No, 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 we gotta go. Uh, or if they even introduce some of the other characters they make for the games, because they're like, even if you're thinking about Ruby, they have May and they have Brendan. Yeah, Brendan is nowhere to be seen in the show. Is Brendan even in Pokemon Masters? Yes, he is. Okay. He's in Pokemon Masters. Um, then you have to think about uh, Gold. Yeah. Gold's nowhere in the show, at least in the show proper. They do have Pokemon Origins where he's shown. Not Origins. Uh, what's the other one? There's another show that they did prior to Origins where they showed that. Um, like all these other characters they created for the games, if they introduced them and injected them into this... That'd be so dope. Dope. Yeah, now I'm excited. Now I'm a little too excited. But we're going to be a severely let down when it oh, comes to thousand percent. Just like, this is why we should just be, again, the boys are in town. Disney, Pokemon Company, Marvel, DC, ESPN for that matter. We got ideas. Just slide us a script and enough money to buy a basketball team. That's all we're asking. Yes. It's not too much to ask. That is definitely not too much. I've seen your financial reports, Disney. We know you got it. Slide it over here. Speaking of Disney and sliding things over here, the world has been blessed with phenomenal news, great news. We thought we were going to have to suffer in the world. Talk about a legendary return. Right? The return of Tom Holland as Spider-Man to the MCU has basically been guaranteed. Honestly? honestly Not uh, even basically guaranteed. No, it's it officially. Is, it is official. It is officially. A, a date. Look at it. I didn't see that. Wait, there's a date? Yes. My guy. I believe it I did is, not see a date. I believe it's like May 7th, 2021. But did they say two more movies? I thought I saw two so more he's movies. Gar- so he's guaranteed for one solo film. Okay. But he's also guaranteed, uh, also since he's part of it, he's going to show up in another movie. Okay. So it's just a question of which movies he's going to show up in next. Uh, and to rectify that, May, uh, sorry, July 16th, 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, we've gotten everything we want. Uh, but I think even more importantly than the fact that this actually happens is the legendary entrance of the WWE matchup, Tom Holland versus the internet. Yes! His intro, that scene from Wolf on Wall Street on Instagram. <laughs> Great. Top tier. Just it just shows how much not only Tom Holland embodies and loves the Marvel fan base, but how much he loves being Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah. He is um I know a lot of people were using this as ammo against Sony, and I just thought it was gross and unfair. But like he was handpicked by Stan to be Spider-Man. And like Spider Stan said it himself. There's no one better to be Peter Parker. And, keyword, and Spider-Man than Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Because Tobey Maguire, great. Great Spider-Man. Garfield, great Peter Parker. No. Are you, or am I saying way. that backwards? Other way. Yeah, I'm saying it backwards. Because uh, Andrew was hipster Peter. Yeah, no, that was gross. Well, in the video game it works. But video games, movies, totally different thing. Yeah, I like it completely different. Yeah, things. Uh, but back to back to the discussion. Back and to I guess it's a question of who caved. I think Disney caved. Honestly, I think Disney caved. Mm-hmm. I think whoever, somebody at Disney, 
just kind of like guys, listen, we've just got to like we we I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past people like Samuel Jackson and Robert Downey Jr. walking into headquarters in Disney being like, what are you doing? What are you actually doing? Mm-hmm. Stop it. Yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s in the Disney Hall of Fame. Yeah. Literally the first class to be inducted in the Disney Hall of Fame. And he's like he's he's becoming real life Tony Stark before our eyes. Yes. He's starting a like a global Robert Darney Jr. association to save the planet with like robots. Yes. He's becoming Tony Stark right before our eyes. So his like his cultural importance is so so much so that he legitimately can walk into the headquarters of Disney and goes what are you doing? Or headquarters at Marvel and go, yeah. whatever it is you guys are doing, stop it and fix it. Yeah. Now, we don't know. I'm throwing accusations around. I'm putting words in people's mouth. But yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if people like Robert Downey Jr. and Samuel Jackson and even Chris Evans mm-hmm. would have been like, called a closed doors. Like, LeBron James calls, called a closed doors meeting before the Cavs game four, and look what happened. Yeah. Backboard. <laughs> That was game five. Trust me. Oh, okay. That hurt my soul. Right. Uh, I had money on that. <laughs> I had so much money on that. Uh, <sighs> but with, yes, you're right. Uh, with all of this happening, those key figures probably did step in. Like, yo, we like we got to figure this out. Kevin Feige will be, uh, I think it was key saying that the third film will be co-produced by Sony and Marvel. Which is important. Co-produced. This means they're working together. I don't think they've ever really done. Like, no, it's kind of explicitly been, stated that before. No, and maybe that's what Sony wanted. It's like, hey, we want our name on this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we want, we want it. And again, I hope the money split is even. I mean, we talked about it on the show about why I wanted Apple to like buy. And maybe that's what scared Disney into not scared. Who knows? Something something triggered this to happen, and whatever it was, I'm glad it happened. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Glad glad to have Tom Holland back reprising the role of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. We'll see what he and Zendaya do in the next movie or don't do. Um, but looking forward to all of it all. Um, but then let's answer the more important question. From where they left off and far from home with his identity being revealed to everyone, and now he has to go on the lamb. His movie is just shy of two years out. Mm-hmm. What's the next movie he pops up in? <sighs> Knowing like what we're getting for starting in phase four next year, like what is that movie he's going to pop up in? Or do you think makes the most sense or will be a surprise? I think first cameo is going to the one that makes sense the most sense to me, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I know it's a horror movie. Yeah. I think it's perfect for Peter Parker to pop up at his um, I, it's end credit scene. Doctor Strange just got, just got done through doing whatever he needs to do. And he, he arrives back in New York. He walks through something. His cape flies off. He walks past the dark alley. He's grabbing a glass of scotch. And he goes, are you going to keep hiding or am I going to have to drag you out? And Peter Parker comes around the corner and goes, Hey, Doc. And he goes, hey, kid. And it ends. Again, why am I not writing movies, bro? That's perfect. So uh, I think that is the one that makes the most sense because even in the comics, there have been a lot of 
Strange and Spider-Man team is because they both live in New York. I'll be different boroughs. Yeah. They're both in New York. Yeah. I mean, this is Merrill all over again. But, I mean, they did grow somewhat of a relationship in um, Endgame and Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Well, flip it. They grew somewhat of a relationship in Infinity War because they were on a ship together. And then that relationship was shown off a little bit in Endgame. In, Endgame. Yeah. I like through the means of Tony Stark, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Tony, like him realizing how much the kid meant to Tony. Exactly. And stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they were standing relatively close to each other at the funeral. Like, obviously, Dr. Strange was standing back and letting everybody go through their feelings and their emotions. But I think it's. It only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, the person. He, he wouldn't go to Aunt May for help because he wouldn't want to endanger her. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't go to Happy because he'd be like, or, or Happy would be trying to find him, or Happy would take him to the next strongest Avenger. Actually, here, here, here's what I think. <laughs> and I don't want this to sound like a cop out, but this, this is what I think is going to happen. Whatever the next film Fury shows up in is the one Spider Man will be in. Oof, yeah. That's another one. That's that's a very good one. So, uh, obviously with Sword now being a thing, they haven't officially named it Sword, but that's what we're calling it. Um, there is now intergalactic policing at play, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. The next big, air quote, intergalactic thing that's going to happen. Galactus. Is it is it going to be Guardians? No, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, you're right. So, I want to say that's right. Thor is going to be the next intergalactic thing to happen. Which are, is it confirmed? Natalie Portman, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. is Lady Thor. She's going to be in it. I think as Lady Thor. Well, I don't know if they've confirmed Lady Thor, but she is going to be in it. She okay. will have a main part. Uh, I think somewhere towards the end. Fury, again, in Mormon and credit situation, Fury, uh, Fury is going to show up. Does that go, you're wielding a hammer now? Something like that. But it's going to, or they'll run into Fury somewhere. It's like, oh, what are you doing out here? He's like, I got to go get the kid. He, he's just like, he's like, oh, it's like, I thought I'd take a vacation. Uh, but now I got to babysit. And <laughs> you just see Peter. So, <laughs> I <Hi> guess. <laughs> But there, there's lots of possibilities of what they can do. Guys, let us know what you think. Tweet at us at Eman Podcast. I want to say there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Ooh. This is something we got to do either for the Black Nerd Summit or save for a specific milestone episode upcoming. But mm-hmm. um, I introduced one of the homies to Samurai Shampoo. Yeah. And he is loving it. Um, and it just made me think, golly, I wish for like an anniversary they would just drop, like re-release it in DVD, Blu-ray, HD, updated form. And I'm like, what other animes would you want to catch that HD re-release? Um, especially after the debacle that was the Dragon Ball Z and that was too much. That was, that was they butchered that. 
Yeah, they got a little too cocky. He got to it. Like I don't know what's up with. They got a little too cocky. They got they got Goku in that Macy's Day Parade, and they just they they're they, like we, we literally have to put in no effort. This is a kid who's had a four all high school and is coasting the last three months of high school. And he has four gym classes. Yes. He's like, what I got to dress out for? I'm graduating either way. Facts. I'll have my required credits. Uh, sorry. I don't want to put too much reports on high school. That's like college. No. <laughs> true. True. Very true. Very true. Because you sleep for a week, my guy. Good luck. Good luck getting back in. Good luck in your TA to recognize you if you don't show up for the first two classes. Dog, honestly, I never use any of my TAs. Like, your boy was just either at school or at work. It was just like. Yeah. I was like, I'll see you when I see you. I may or may not pass this. Either way, you won't know who I am. Uh. Fam, I think I saw my TAs more at, like, sporting events than I saw them in class. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'll just be real. I think I saw – that's awesome. there was one TA I saw at four basketball games. Mm-hmm. I saw them in class twice. <laughs> but to answer your question, uh, I think it already has an HD remaster or it did for the 20th anniversary just because a lot of shows have been hitting that. Yu uh, Yu Hakusho, like – yeah, they they have OVAs for it. Yeah, I'm gonna rewatch. I, I'm, I'm gonna okay re-watch. with that. I'm gonna rewatch that again. Anything I'm, else? Like, uh, they technically already remastered uh, Full Metal Alchemist. We're not talking about that. <laughs> we are not talking about that. Uh, I don't know, but speaking of anime movies and shows, there are a lot of new ones that are getting movies relatively quickly. I don't know if you've noticed that. No, I haven't. So Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer's got a movie. So summer, summer season just ended. Demon Slayer's already confirmed for a movie. And it might actually be the first canon movie we've gotten out of the gate for an anime. Because the next arc is called the Infinity Train arc. And there's going to be a film adaptation for that arc. <sighs> Sounds so good, man. Yeah, so it's going to be the first one that we can for like a show now obviously we've gotten DBS Broly which after 23 films and 7 basketball years later yeah finally getting a canon movie this, this it's intriguing that they're choosing to do this now I believe it's supposed to come out in January for Demon Slayer yes well Okay. Or maybe they didn't put a release date on there. I haven't seen that, but... My Hero needs a canon movie. But here's the thing. Everything in the My Hero movies is canon to some degree. It's just outside of the timeline. I feel like the My Hero movies are canon. They're just outside of the timeline. And it's funny you should say that because this next one is probably going to be outside of the timeline. Which, again, it's like everything that happens in the movie or around the movie is in some way canon or, like, going forward, it looks like some of the things from the last movie are going to be canonized. Um, We'll see how much they actually talk about the things that happened on the island Mm -hmm. with, uh, is her name Whitney or Winry? No, that's the professor's daughter. Melissa? Yeah. No, definitely not Winry. That's <laughs> definitely full out of It's a uh, wrong show, Caleb. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, with Melissa being introduced in the manga, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was a, another side manga. So they have My Hero Academia proper. They have Vigilantes. And, and there was another one 
uh, that was released that or introduced Melissa. Well, will she ever get introduced in the main line real? That I think that's where the bridge is happening. So we'll see, especially with this one. The movie poster revealed some interesting elements. None that I want to spoil quite yet, but I'm sure you guys can piece it together. They, there's a character on there that hasn't been introduced yet in the anime and won't be introduced till season five, it seems like. And at the same time, a couple of costume designs that are enhancements that don't happen till the end of season four. So, super excited for that. Yeah. Just... What a time to be alive. Shout out to the great American poet future for that classic line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as a fan of all the nerdy things possible, it just keeps getting better. Yeah. Like it just, it just keeps, that's the only thing I can think is just keeps getting better. The movies are getting better. The anime is getting better. Um, the classics are being like brought back to life and we're getting to re-experience them. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan's most basic, like, he gave an interview on GQ and was honestly probably he might be the most basic anime fan I have ever seen in my well, life. Did you see his top five? No. Naruto. Naruto Shippuden. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. And Gundam Suitwing. Yeah. Ah, kudos for him throwing Gundam on there. Yeah, God I, Gundam was like, I was like, I was half expecting Bleach. If you, if it would have been Bleach, I would have walked away. Um, Honestly, if he would have said One Piece, I was like, nah, this guy's legit. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta, we gotta, we gotta run the math the on this the, again. The fact that he, well, okay, so I appreciate he. Broke I think out. it's Gundam Suit W. Yeah, Gundam, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I appreciate the fact that he broke out Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Naruto, Naruto, Shippuden, I feel like did not need to be broken out, and you can say that. But at the same time, if someone's asking you a question, I feel like. Uh, if you were to ask me on the spot, is like, what are your top ten favorite animes right now? I would like offhand, I would offhand give you like four of them and have to struggle to think of the other ones. So like, I can kind of see where he's coming from, like with that. I don't know how much time you prepared for that. Um, Michael B. Jordan shares his top, his five, not so maybe not his top five, but like Michael B. Jordan shares his five favorite animes: Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I take it back. It wasn't Dragon Ball. It was Dragon Ball Z, Attack on Titan, and Mobile Suit Gundam W. It's not a, it's not a bad list. I don't know why he broke out Naruto and Naruto Fipun, but that's a different story. I feel like it's all encompassing when you say Naruto. <laughs> Comic weave, weave. Who is this guy, bro? <laughs> God for the internet comment section. Yes. Um, but what do you think about Michael B. Jordan's list of anime? Let us know at email podcast. Because in my head, I was saying the name of our other show. Um, yeah. Actually, check out our other show, the TDM show with host Greg Gallagher, a.k.a. Tonks. We talk a lot about Not Final the Fantasy. Greg, but a Greg. A Greg. <laughs> One of the Gregs. Uh, One of the multiple Gregs in the Greg universe. Uh, we talk a lot about Final Fantasy this week. Talked about the talking baby. Actually, that's a perfect question because I feel like we're wrapping up the show right now. For sure. Uh, to go out on. If one of the most interesting movies, it's not a good movie by any means. Like, it's a decent movie, but it's not like a great movie, something to rave about. Jet Li's The One. 
Fire. If you were fighting a unit, like a multiverse of yourselves, do you think you would come out on top? Me? Like, this is a general question for everyone. So, at us. And you're, no, actually, at me personally. <laughs> at Matt underscore YouTube. Let me know if you were to fight the entire multiverse of you based off of the principle of Jet Li's the, the one. one. Do you think you would come out on top? Do you think you would be the ultimate version of yourself? Here's my thing. I feel like I know my own weaknesses enough. Shout out to my therapist. He's legit. <laughs> that the other versions of me might not stand a chance. But by the transitive property of multiplicative math, I might also be in serious trouble. <laughs> yeah. Because they would also know my greatest weaknesses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's hot sauce. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not hot sauce. It's something I can't say on national television. So, until then, who are you? Which 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 version of you is winning the battle of yous? Yeah. Let us know on the next episode of Even More About Nothing. Be sure to like and follow us on all social media platforms at Eman Podcast, Facebook.com backslash Even More About Nothing. Like, subscribe, and listen to whatever streaming platform you like listening on. Be sure to give some stars and leave a review. And we follow us out. as we continue our trail to re-election for our fourth consecutive, for our second consecutive term, going for internet presidents of the United States. Which we can't become tyrants for that if we want to. If we really wanted to, you know, it's a de- democracy, no, no, but no. we're not leaving. Here's the question: and Internet pro- internet pro- internet presidents of the United States is just not enough. Internet president of the world. Podcast of president the universe. of the universe. Now, is tyrant in itself meant to be have a negative connotation, or is the like structures and, and context that it's used created the negative connotation? Pretty sure the word tyrant is just meant to just display all sorts of debauchery and despicable activities. Cool. Asking for a friend. <laughs> And on that note, I have to go file taxes because I'm a grown man who pays taxes in two states. Uh, the accountant, our real accountant, I'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> Good.